0: This podcast contains strong language and adult themes.
1: Date Night China explores life and love for better relationships in China. Every week we hear from different guests and dive into dating, relationships, mental health and how both expats and Chinese people connect with each other here in China.
0: Join the Date Night community through our podcast and events in Beijing and Shanghai and catch up on all the latest stories on our official WeChat account.
1: Find our account on WeChat by searching Date Night China, no spaces, no capital letters. You can also join our WeChat group by adding Rachel, me, on WeChat. You can search Rachel Weiss 22, R-A-C-H-E-L-W-E-I-S-S 22.
0: And now for this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Date Night China. In episode 9, we met Kat and Hayden polyamorous individuals and nesting partners in China. They shared about what being nesting partners means, their rules and boundaries for relationships with other people. And they briefly talked about how Hayden met one of Kat's other partners, Hayden's Metamore.
1: Yeah, so today Kat is back with Hayden's Metamore, Dave, and we're really excited to be talking to you guys Welcome Um, to the show. Yeah, welcome. Hello. Welcome back again, Kat. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, good. Really nice to see you guys again. Yeah, Yeah. you too.
1: How are you feeling about today?
2: Uh, It's exciting. It's very exciting because I think, uh, I don't know, like there's a lot of communications between um, Dave and I. And then also between Hayden and I talking about the episodes and then uh, a lot of feedback from friends as well. So, like, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, how was the
0: feedback? Because, I mean, Hayden did share some of it and he uh, yeah. got some quite positive feedback. It was very nice to hear, you know.
2: I, I, I got most of the feedback. is like when I hear their stories, like everybody's just like, oh, you're so cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most feedback I get
1: wow so that was your real self they're like (laughs) that's cat yeah that's awesome and dave welcome Mm, how are you you. doing tonight
3: doing fantastic thank you
1: yeah welcome so thanks for joining us since we know cat a bit from the episode nine uh let's get to know you dave a little bit can you tell us just where you're from how long have you been in china um and yeah what's what's going on now How how are you doing
3: um so i'm originally from austin texas
1: Oh, I'm from Texas. No way. Yeah, I'm from Fort Worth, but my okay. my family lives in Flugerville. Anyways. No, yeah.
3: I've been to Flugerville. I grew up really close to No but,
1: way. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about this later. Uh, cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah.
3: Wow. Um, let's see. I came over to Beijing um, early 2008, so I've been here 14-ish something years now.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. A long time. And since yeah. the Beijing Olympics, right? Yep. Very cool. Okay. So you've been in Beijing, long time Beijing expat. So let's... Talk about you and Kat. How mm-hmm. did you guys meet?
2: <laughs> um, so uh, on the episode nine, I said that like, Hayden and I met on Tinder. Uh, Dave and I met on Bumble. Oh, okay. So yeah. Technology.
1: So you made the first move.
2: Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I did make the first move. I, yeah.
3: I have to scroll back through the chat and see who talked first.
2: Oh, Yeah. I I did talk first. I think That's so. A well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah okay. the okay. woman has to yeah, make okay.
1: the first <laughs> move. Rock on. And so, so, cat, were you like? I know we've talked about your profiles and stuff before, yeah. and you were very like open on your profile. Yeah. And Dave, how mm-hmm. was it when you were like swiping and you saw, or I guess she swiped first. I don't know, but how did you feel? Were you kind of looking for anybody who was open?
3: Um, I wasn't. I wasn't looking for anything serious, relationship wise. Um, so what you I. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens with you, I think. <laughs> um, I wasn't looking for anything serious. Serious. Um, so we we chatted for a little while. Um, it was interesting. I was uh, intrigued. I wanted to get to know her more and meet. It took us a while to meet. We talked like
2: we talked for like three weeks before we actually meet. All
0: mm-hmm. oh, right. Okay. So establishing you know
2: but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't always always like long chats and everything i don't really do long chats i'm i have no patience with it i guess you guys know about it in the group chat like it basically (laughs) don't say anything you send like a nice sticker and you're like okay (laughs) yeah and then like they have to like at me all the time and then it's like okay i i saw that just i don't Mm. like chat and then so like it was just short chat short chat and then like for every couple of days and everything and then yeah
0: until so, we met. so Dave, mm-hmm. so at that point you weren't looking for anything too serious, but you read her profile. So you knew her, you know, current situation. Mm-hmm. Had you been in a open relationships before? Had you considered it? Was it something that you didn't always were curious in, but you didn't have the opportunity and or was this just purely based on this seems like a cool thing I want to pursue and, We'll see where it goes.
3: It was actually nothing to do with the open relationship part. But um, just seemed like a cool person. And and at that time, um, I'd been dating people, but but nothing serious. I'd been having relationships with people and seeing other people at the same time, seeing multiple people. Um, but I never I never thought about it as being poly or being open or being anything other than just I'm I'm dating. I'm enjoying this part of my life. If I want to go out and do this with this person, I want to do that. If I want to go out with this person and spend time with them, I do that. So I think once I met her and kind of asked her more questions about what, what does she mean when she's poly? What does she mean about this? And talked about her relationships and how she views um, love and spending time with other people. and, And that I kind of more, realize that i was doing something very similar i just wasn't putting a label on it mm.
2: Mm. yeah
1: Kat, i feel like you, you before had mentioned you as well when you were kind of single you were like well what i'm doing is i'm dating lots of people i'm having my own independence i'm already doing this kind of anyways and really enjoying it and yeah. so i guess maybe it was kind of a similar thing like yeah i can be single i can date and have
2: yeah and we've, i would normally put that as like open because you're not really like attached to anyone specifically like emotionally um, or spending like time spending way of thinking yeah, so yeah pretty much the same and I remember that like I think I when we match on Bumble in my profile I actually said that I'm in a I'm polyamorous and then something, something, something. And then I remember there was a time that I was like, I'm in open relationship. Because I was very confused with the <laughs> labels as well. Mm. Like and it just start to get to know the community and get to know the terms and everything. And then I was feeling like, okay, uh, Hayden wants poly. He wants multiple like deep relation, love, romantic relations with relationship with people. I am only like I'm in love with Hayden and I'm only looking for flings yeah physical physical yeah. things and so like i will put myself into open but i don't really remember what what did i put there when we match because i changed the portfolio now again it's like i have two partners <laughs> so yeah. then how did you kind of go from dating against once you met to
1: saying hey i guess maybe like let's start seeing each other more and start a relationship
2: would you say that it is a relationship now very fast
3: yeah i would say it's a relationship
0: now
2: There's a relationship now, but like the whole process was extremely fast.
0: Oh, wow. Was that surprising? It it, it was very surprising. I I guess maybe more so for you, Dave, because you were like, you were were newer to this than Kat was, right?
3: Yeah, I, I went from, I think from our first date, I went from before that seeing maybe three or four people a week to seeing only cat for six months straight
2: wow
3: yeah
1: yeah Yeah. let's talk about that so when you first started a relationship (laughs) did you have yeah were you did you immediately start discussing like what are our boundaries and are
2: we still dating other people no not really we don't really talk about those things in the very beginning i think i think we're like very focused on how we feel, and we just wanted to see each other.
3: For me, the thought wasn't even there. It was, this is who I want to be spending my time with. Um, I had friends with benefits that I was ignoring and saying, sorry, I'm not free, I'm I'm busy doing something else. And I was I was just following the kind of path that felt right for me at the time, which is what I was doing before. I was just, if I want to spend my time here with this person, that's what I'm going to do. And I was focusing a lot of my time on cat.
0: Well, wow. I mean, that's great, though, because, you know, straight away when you said um, about you, you weren't sure on labels, I think for some people listening to this and me when I listen to it, you know, it, it is a little bit overwhelming, you know, like hearing the right, okay, labels and what does that mean and the boundaries and the rules and the what can I do, what what is... It, it it's yeah it, it's a lot to take in but to for you to both to go into that with just like an open sort of mindset and just say no it still boils down to we are still exploring this yeah, new and thing and it's that's kind of cool that it's it's still pretty simple in a way you know that's what it sounds yeah. like right is that right yeah and i, I don't like
3: labels at all I, Yeah. but but in our society labels work very well to to pass information quickly and in a matter where most people can understand it so i I use them i get them but i don't really like labeling a lot of things in my life i don't i don't like being labeled though
1: yeah yeah no it's great though it's just like it's your connection that you guys have and you're like this is where i want to spend my time and i want to just see where it goes yeah yeah and so how was it for you dave when you kind of knew okay she's got this nesting partner mm-hmm. were you guys nesting partners by then at that yeah, point yeah, yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. okay yeah. um and was like talking about hayden was that something you were pretty open to share about or do you guys have were you kind of like no this is my i'm an individual and this is my other partner and that's kind of just separate
2: um here's the thing about like having a nesting partner because it's like kind of like your life you, you can't really talk about your life without talking that person because that person's behavior or daily life actually have effects on you as well. So, like, I don't really hide that part of my life. And then, but I also, when I am talking to Dave about Hayden or anything like that, I don't take it as like, oh, it have an effect on our relationship. No, I'm just sharing about my life, my daily life with you. And so it's more like that. Yeah,
3: and I think the... Complete honesty was something I I very, very value. And from the very second that we started chatting and met, she's always been completely honest. Even even going so far as to say, you know, I'm gonna tell you something, you're not gonna like to hear it, but this is the truth. And very clear with with giving me the right to have my own opinion and reaction to it and and giving me the what's the word? The
2: what? What?
3: Crap. <laughs> giving oh, agency. my agency, agency thank yes. you mm-hmm. giving my my agency to to make my own decision and and continue with it where i feel like yes this is i i know what's at stake i know what's happening this is my choice
1: mm. yeah you have like the full knowledge like, kind of
0: like i don't know i've got this analogy in my head but it's like you know have you ever played like a um, the, like, Dungeons and Dragons are, like, there's, like, a role-playing game. I and know you roll, I have but... and But, like, you roll a dice, and then, like, the, in the book, it's like, okay, you've got two options, right? You know, you can either do this or this or mm-hmm. roll for this. Now, if you're in, like, maybe just, like, a mono- n- monogamous relationship, you know, you've got X amount of options. But now that you're in this polyamorous r- relationship, are there, like, more ways that you could react? Or you think, well, okay, usually in this situation... This is how I feel about it. But now I'm in this different dynamic, a dynamic that I've never been in before. So do I do I need to reassess a little bit harder or a little bit more and react in a way that maybe I've not done in the past?
3: Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I don't think it affects that so much. I mean, I, I've been in my whole life has been a series of monogamous relationships, um, even in college, high school, two years. College, six years. Um, here in China, ten years. And I was always faithful and and happy uh, to be monogamous. Um, but I think even in those relationships, the the choice is always yours. It's there's always a consequence, and you always have options. It's whether you want to follow your choice and suffer the consequences, or say, okay, I'm just not going to do this. I'm going to compromise and and go this direction. So. I, I don't feel that it's any different between monogamous and, and open or poly. Yeah. I think they are just choices.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, it's just I think that poly in poly relationship, you you actually have to be more honest with how many options that you're placing around, because like in monogamy relationships, I think people would sometimes go for the easy choice, which is not talk about it or just mm. simply not mention it. Or just like suffer by yourself and not to mention that to your partner. But in polyamorous relationship, you, you kind of like the, the most easy. You can still do that, but it's just going to make your life miserable because you're dealing with a multiple relationship at one time and your time and your energy is so limited. And then you, so the easiest way is just to place out all the options and the reality to everyone and make sure everybody is making their own choices. Yeah.
1: That's really interesting. Um, we have had other people listen to the first episode. Um, we have, you know, other monogamous friends who are just like, "Wow, it just sounds like so much communication and energy that you have to, because you have to be just so honest about it." So, Cat, for you as well, like with having partners, multiple partners, does it take a lot of time and energy for yourself to navigate, or do you have different rules and boundaries for partners, or just open sharing across the board? Does it just take a lot? Of communication
2: it takes a lot of communications for sure but i don't think my boundary and rules have been changing that much because like hayden and i experienced that pe- period of time because we were both like new to this so i don't like so we go through like phrases that we have a lot of boundaries like lists of things and then comes to the end and saying they're like okay we only have like this simple rules right now because it fits our lifestyle is more flexible and everything so when i met dave that just simply applies and telling him that like here is the boundary i have already and it's been testing out it's been tested out and then it's been like after like a long process of thinking and actions so like you can make your own choices to see if those boundary applies to you you can have your you can add more to it but I don't know, like Dave doesn't really like Dave agrees with the boundaries and stuff, because to be honest, like the, the main two boundaries I have is always like safe sex, honesty. That's the two thing.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. How is it for you, Dave, when you first kind of, when she was telling you these boundaries, were you kind of just like, okay, yeah, I agree with those. Was there anything that you did want to change or add on?
0: And then did it, did that change when there were, those boundaries were put into practice? So you had to deal with those um you know those realities
3: i wouldn't say anything about the boundaries that need to be changed or or being put in practice but i think when when you you set you set the boundaries and it's all hypothetical and it's something you're talking about and then when events happen and then it's dealing with the emotions that come after that with uh conversations about what's going on how you're feeling how i'm feeling why am I feeling like this? What what are we doing about this? it's it, it's a a lot of communication and I I think that's one of the favorite my most favorite parts of the relationship is that it is so honest and it is open communication and it is total honesty and it is dealing with um, emotions and feelings and and in a very logical and non judgmental way and it's it's very I don't know, it feels happy.
1: Yeah. Something we talked about last time you guys both brought up was compersion and Mm -hmm. like the feeling of being happy for your partner. But a lot of people still ask like, well, what about the feelings of jealousy? Do you ever have feelings of jealousy? And how do you handle that, especially if you're with other partners Mm -hmm. or if you're dating other people? Mm -hmm. How does that happen? This
2: is a part that we were kind of like (laughs) about like, not scared, but like it's it's a bit um also not complicated but this this part is something that like on episode 9 when i'm with Hayden talking about my relationship with Hayden this is something that we don't really need to deal with a lot mm-hmm. but with him this is something constantly happens in our <laughs> relationship so like it was, i don't want to confuse our audience up and everything i just have to tell you that like jealousy do exist And between Dave and I, this has been something that we are trying to work on, frankly, like it it takes a lot of time and communication and we still don't really have a clear conclusions about it. But like, for me, it's just I feel very jealous when he's meeting with other people or whatsoever but i think mainly there is like few difference because like he was due the first and second time he did that it was he when he was far away he was out of the city for like six weeks and due to the reason we probably all know why just happens a few months back so like I haven't seen him in weeks. And then you're telling me that you're seeing someone else. You're dealing with, like you're you're, you're spending time with someone else. And I was like, <gasps> it's just like blood rushes to my head. And it was like, I don't want to <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really like that. That's so interesting.
3: And there's another feeling that I think people don't necessarily speak about, but she feels jealous. And then I feel guilty. So it, go, it goes both ways. There's also the guilty feeling I have where I'm like, I'm in a happy relationship. I've been monogamous almost all my life. I'm with a person that makes me extremely happy. I like making them happy. Why am I wanting to see other people or have other experiences when I know that this is going to cause her to have those feelings? Mm.
0: Yeah, so we, that's we've difficult.
3: we've had a lot of talks about yeah, about this. we have.
0: Because I, I guess, uh, and again, you coming in, to it sort of new you know um and then being confronted with that jealousy isn't there a little bit of a moment where you're like hang on a minute i, I thought, thought yeah wait a but, minute
3: but you people are gonna have their emotion and their jealousy no matter what and that's yeah. that's her i'm giving her the truth she's giving me her truth her truth is jealousy and she's telling me straight away and then we talk about okay why are you jealous or what can i do or what what is a better way that we can deal with this and typically with cat she needs she needs time to process it and let that emotion kind of calm down and deal with it logically and then she'll come back and
2: it's it's okay again this is just i i yeah we have that i was just kind of like i remember the first time when he told me this story and everything i was like okay good and then I just, like, we, we were video calling. And then, like, after we hang up, I was just, like, that whole day I didn't want to answer his messages. I would just, like, to be shut down. Like, need the time to process. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to react when I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. Because when I do that, I know I'm, I'm such a bitch. I am observant. You I, might say I, or do no, something that I you know, don't. I know very well. I observe people so well. So, like, I know where is their weak spot and when i'm emotional i burn everything down and i'm just like gonna step on that spot constantly like again 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 until they get hurt as hurt as i am so like don't try that yeah don't don't ever really try that so like i need my time to process but then also on the on the other side during this experience with him i also find out that he is someone that not really good at waiting for me to calm down because he doesn't know what to do like he's like what what should i do yeah, like, he, like he worries so much and then like yeah and then he just yeah can't stop and then I, and then it makes me like why are you pushing me or something like that yeah so like it's a conflict i never had
0: it, it sounds like a like a very um dramatic flip from what you were saying of like you know open honesty communication you know like and stuff and then suddenly there's this gray if you if you have this moment right and there's this gray area where it's like oh what the fuck is happening now and, and nothing it just seems um uh, quite the switch i
3: i see where you're coming from but to me it's not it's still it's still a relationship and it's still emotions and and Everything is new, and when something happens for the first time, you don't know how the other person is going to react. Mm-hmm. And I can't be upset with her for her having her own reaction. Sure. I can only deal with it and do what I can to help support her and make her feel loved and get through it. So it is it is one thing when you talk about it and you say, yeah, this is this is the lifestyle I leave, I live, this is okay, but every interaction you have in your whole life with an individual is different than any other individual. Yes. So it's...
1: Yeah, I was just thinking that like we're all humans, and you're gonna hmm. have feelings, and you're gonna yeah. have your own emotions and way to process yeah. and deal with yeah. things. Even like with us, you know, even in a monogamous relationship or a friendship, like we've had situations as well where you're yeah. like, "Oh, I didn't know like that's how you might handle this situation," or yeah. "Now you're seeing a different side of me that we've never yeah. seen before." That just is going to happen. Yeah.
0: And we're still, uh, you know, we've just over two years, and you know, we're still rec- like that happens. recently. It was just like just reminding, oh yeah, this is how. But from my point of view this the how Rachel deals with this situation, yeah. and I just need to remember that a little bit more. yeah, and, I'm a slow and okay. processor,
1: and he's not very patient either, so like sometimes <laughs> so I, I, get totally, you. I totally get that so yeah. sometimes yeah. I'm like, I just need time to process this or if yeah. we've had a an argument or a tiff or like something big has happened. Yeah. I'm like i I need space away from it, and I might bring it back to you again yeah. and again if yeah. we're if I need time to talk it through again, yeah. and he's just like, well, can we just? talk about it now and uh-huh. then I want to move forward I want to keep going not forget about it or anything but like we can just move forward and I'm like but no wait no, what about I this <laughs> yes. I want to talk <laughs> about it again and he thinks I'm dwelling on it but I'm just processing it yeah so I totally get that and people yeah. are different with how they all respond to this thing yeah
2: so we're we're kind of like sort of like having practice about that and everything but like the I think the true thing is like if we're still going to be open and honest with like all those things if we're just like letting each other's have time and have their emotional time and then we can come back to it Mm.
3: and i i also i do get jealous but from the beginning of the relationship because she told me about her situation and and her lifestyle i knew about hayden i knew about a lot about their relationship so it's something that was i had more time to process and deal with Mm. than than she had for if i see someone else it's, oh, it's like a new it's an happening. instant for her but it's something that i had months to think about and ask her questions about her relationship and ask her about her husband and ask about a lot of things and process that information and it's also a choice that i made probably after our first date i was like yeah she's married she has she has a nesting partner but i like her i want to continue to see her and yeah it's
2: yeah and then also like it's also new for me because like you guys are just like would be very dramatic it's not only dramatic to him it's dramatic to me i Mm. don't feel i've never felt that amount of jealousy in my life wow yeah wow yeah it was it was not just about the jealousies because
0: so quite surprising to you. Like, it's you know, quite surprising you, to me. You're having to deal with like a whole yeah. level of emotion. That yeah, is just yeah. and then I'm you. a
2: very rational person as well. I like myself being rational and calm all the time. Like I want my mood to be steady. Steady as a dead man's heartbeat. So <laughs> like, so like, it's pretty steady. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty steady. It's pretty steady. <laughs> <laughs> so like for me, it was just kind of like my rational part is strong. But then my emotional part is also strong at that moment and it's just kind of like tearing me apart. So like I don't wanna talk. I don't wanna tear me messages. apart, Lisa. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, kind I don't of like <laughs> <laughs> And then just so like it's also new for me. So I also need to learn, oh shit, I have this kind of like new things that I haven't experienced before. It also means that I need to find a way. I need to understand why I need to find a way to cope with it like a new way that i've never done before something like that so like i think it was just like very new experiments for both of us
0: amen
1: yeah yeah. Mm. yeah so when it actually came to i guess like your your social lives your friends and even like with hayden your nesting partner what how did you kind of like open up and share about it or have you really or do you kind of keep certain parts because maybe you've a bit been more private
0: you, you you've, you've you and hayden you... oh yeah i want to get to yeah
1: that. Yeah. yeah um but yeah, so I guess first I've, of all, I've met like I've rest. met
3: many of Cat's friends. Um, I've been in her social scene. Um, I've met Hayden. Cat um, has met many of my friends. She's been in in my social scene.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, and how was it
0: explaining to your friends or talking to your friends or how much explanation did you feel was necessary or much did you want to like? How was that?
3: I. I, I don't hide things from them, but I tell them that I'm in a relationship. Um, the woman that I'm dating is is polyamorous and she is married and she has a husband and, and I'm okay with it and we're open. And uh, some there'll, there'll be some follow-up questions, some of which yeah. I'll answer, some of which I'll just kind of change the topic. Um,
0: and is yeah. it out of uh, just morbid curiosity? There, there's...
3: I don't know about you guys, but in, in my life, there's there's some close people that I'll share many things. Sure. And then there's people that I just know. And I don't yeah. want to go into a ton of detail with a person that I don't really care for sharing. Yeah,
1: you don't
0: unless it's on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a podcast. And then,
3: and then everything, floodgates are open. <laughs> All the information is out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, the yeah. reaction from friends is, is I think fairly normal there's there's questions there's support there's well if you're happy then go for it there's people that are like well I could never do that how could you deal with this there's it's it I mean it's a spectrum yeah you get the whole government of- all of that yeah. yeah. I'm sure mm.
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of heard from Hayden's just a little bit, his point of view of like first meeting each other. Um, so we would want to hear more from your perspective, I guess, like, cause you'd known about him. You knew she had a nesting partner. Was there some kind of, um, preparing and planning before meeting of like, what are you both comfortable with? How are we going to do this? Was there any hesitation on your part for even meeting?
3: Hesitation? No. Um, basically I was given the option by by Kat and by Hayden saying, um, we want you invited to a party at their house and be our first time hanging out. And they suggested that if you want to, if you want to go to the party, we suggest that that you and Hayden sit down together and get to know each other before. Um, But again, it was all, do you want to do this? You don't have to meet him if you don't want to. This is totally your choice. This is a relationship between me and Kat has nothing to do with Hayden. So it's, don't feel any pressure to do anything you're not comfortable with um and i was definitely nervous i think hayden was also nervous we we uh got each other's we chats um we talked i think we set up a night to meet and go somewhere and have beers and and eat or something um and a few days before that we kind of talked back and forth to each other and and he admitted he's like i'm really nervous blah 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 and i said oh my god i'm I'm the same i'm nervous this is like i've never done this before it's like it's i'm like, meeting a husband like fishbowl like, like, do we, fish like, we get yeah like, like what, what we do? yeah <laughs> um so I, I think that kind of broke the ice for both of us and got us to calm down a little bit um and and we met and we talked and and we joked and we 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 talked some about cat we talked some about uh our past about we're both from america we talked about a lot of a lot of different topics a lot of different things um
2: you guys talk about music oh my god we did talk are, about music yeah we have both we music were you music. surprised did you find out
1: things like oh my gosh yeah we both like this in common or did you kind of not not know some things?
3: not really i don't um, think
2: i don't think they have the same taste in music But they do both love music Mm. a lot. You're passionate about things that you are
1: passionate about with music.
3: We're definitely, I think that we're, we have a few things in common and we have a few things that are very different from each other. But um, as a person, I like him. He's, I consider him a friend. Um, I think the biggest thing is that we both, um, I think we both are in love with Kat. And I think we both want her to be happy the most. So I think we both do a lot just to make sure that she is happy. So I think we both have that same goal and that same kind of thinking makes it a lot easier.
1: Yeah. And did that kind of ease things then when you did have the party? How was it being in a yeah. social yeah. situation? There, there
3: was also a situation the other night where, where he asked me very directly, he said, at this party, you're going to be Cat date. Are there things that... That you would feel uncomfortable with me doing, or saying to her, or anything like this. He said, um, basically he said, if you feel uncomfortable at any time in the party, just you know pull me aside and be like, I don't feel comfortable in this part. Uh, which I think was very awesome and very big of him. Um, he asked, you know, I have pet names for a cat. Do you care if I call her a pet name? Do you care if um, like if I kiss her, if I hug her? Like, what what are your what's going to make you feel uncomfortable? And I think I basically told him, I said, pet names are fine. I said, you guys are married. You live together. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> totally naive. Um, I said, you know, if you feel the need to go hug her and kiss her, um, I don't know how I'm going to react if I'm in the room. If you want to pull her aside where I, I don't get a visual of it, then I never knew it happened. Mm-hmm. But if you feel the need to like hug her and kiss her, and if that makes me feel extremely uncomfortable, then, you know, later... At the end of the party i might pull you aside and be like hey i'm sorry that i didn't like it but uh everything went really smoothly and mm-hmm. yeah we've hung out a couple times
0: since yeah. wow but what a big night though yeah what it was a big it was night. a big night it was it <laughs> was bot, yeah,
1: yeah. Trying to process and manage And for cat, yeah. For you Were you a little bit nervous at all Like seeing them both together At the same party Were you kind of like You know what We've talked about it And we'll Wait, navigate so it Wait Let's
0: skip back though What about <laughs> How were you when you When they were meeting up For the first time Were you like Thinking about it all night Or you just like Sit at home Put in a movie And didn't think about it You're like okay I'll see you. No
2: I wasn't nervous I wasn't thinking about it All night at all Well that's cool But I was basically um, Dead man's heartbeat <laughs> yeah so steady yes so <laughs> steady um no this whole thing is like before Hayden went to before they go on the the hangout date hangout <laughs> <laughs> okay. before yeah. they go I have a call with Hayden and I was asking him how he feels and everything and then Hayden and I have been keep communication with that like what is expectation like is like anything like that I was like whatsoever so to kind of like talk to him about it. And then after their mandate, I actually went to Dave's place and then to check on him
1: oh. first.
2: So like this is like normally how how, how do it. And I and get the story from Dave's first. And then like, I go back home and then like the next day and then like to ask about Hayden's perspective and everything is so everything is possible. I definitely don't feel nervous about it because it's their right. first time to do that. Oh my God. it's their first time to do that but i always i also met hayden's other partners several times before that happened so like, i know it's not uh, as scary so you get the experience of being in a yeah. different role but, but you've yeah. seen it play yeah, out I've before Seen it play out before and i just know that like they are both they both have very good personality and very like nice people too and respectful and everything it's It's not going to be like a cat fight.
3: It was also, you know, Kat said before, she said, you know, you don't have to like him. Yeah. My relationship is with you. So there was no pressure. There was, it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You could have your own opinion and be like, you know what? Yeah. I'd never want to see him ever again. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be fine. Because that's not Mm. what your relationship is about. Mm. Yeah. So Kat, you've been a metamore then too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And did you experience any of these things as well with planning to meet up? Was it like, okay, let's do a lot of,
2: or like, do I want to, um, or maybe not? Here's the thing, like he didn't have like more partners um, than I ever had in our relationship. So for that, it would always be like, I'm I'm a very self-focused person. So he, he told me stories with like, different partners and everything and I'm just kind of like, oh this girl sounds cool. I wanna meet her. I wanna know about her. And then there will be some girls like, uh oh, it sounds so boring. I'm gonna pass that. No, I'm not mm. interested. So things like that. So I've been met a few of like Hayden's partner that I feel like I'm interested in in general as a person, not because of he she is like Hayden's partner. You just feel like oh she sounds very cool and interesting and I'm really Wanted to meet someone like that. And it's like, let's do that. And then yeah. it's just like that. And also the other part, person can say no to that. But yeah. And then it's just like that. It just happened. And then they're really awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow.
1: Okay, so fast forwarding into the party. And so, so we're getting like play by play. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I think it's just really interesting to hear both of your perspectives. But like when you were at the party, were you kind of just feeling like, you know what? Okay, the guys have talked about how they might handle their feelings. And yeah. if something comes up, they'll
2: just handle it. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally up to them. Their relationship is also their relationships have nothing to do with me. Hmm. They just, I am just the reason that they met. But how are they gonna take that relationship along? Like it's none of my business.
3: It's kind of like meeting your ex's new partner, if you think of it that hmm. way. It's like you, your, your high school your high school boyfriend girlfriend and then you go back to your five-year reunion and you meet whoever they're married to then and they meet your partner it's it's kind of it's it's i don't think it's that far out i think a lot of things with polyamory and and openness i think a lot of mainstream monogamous couples and there's a lot of opinions and and wild ideas about it that are not necessarily true
1: yeah so Cap, you mentioned before when you were like on dating apps and the one guy who was like a professor or something yeah, tried yeah. to like you know uh, advise you about yeah. things and like and you were like I didn't ask for this what are you yeah. doing have you had that experience as well Dave like maybe from friends but also like other people like who you've maybe dated or started seeing did people try to explain to you like or try to change your mind or have stigmas about it
3: definitely stigmas not try to change my mind definitely questions on dating apps i'm on my on my dating apps it says that i'm in an ro- open relationship it says i'm not looking for anything serious i'm just looking for just to enjoy life um and i've had people ask me questions about it and say i could never do that i don't want to talk to you why are you doing this kind of like how do you do that kind of thing but never w- with those people it's fine it, it, when people are honest with me directly and and quickly and they don't agree with my lifestyle that's that's fine you know i wish them luck i hope they find what they're looking for and i don't want to waste my time talking to people that want to argue about how i live my life (laughs) because it's my life
1: hard no yeah hard no yeah have you found as well like meeting people in beijing when you say that hey on my profile i'm in an open relationship has it kind of changed anything um if anything, has it drawn like more like-minded people to you where they're like, oh, hey, me too? Or do you find that that's harder to find in China and in Beijing?
3: Uh, definitely my matches have gone way down.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you meet some like-minded people? Um, some of them I'm not interested in, in dating. I'm not physically attracted to them, but I definitely have conversations with them and relate about things that they're going through and and things I'm going through in my relationship. And it's good to have a, a sounding board and a person to talk to outside of my normal life. Um, sometimes weird people oh, yeah. because you say you're open, they, they, <laughs> oh, they think that you are into some very different things and, and kinks and stuff like that. So there, there've been a couple
0: weird Ooh, yeah i guess kind of- it's that misunderstanding though in the same yeah. way i can imagine for the reason why your likes of all matches has gone down again sure. for that misunderstanding right off the bat yeah. right but I, I don't mind the likes going
3: down that just means that the yeah. people that i'm going to meet in the future are people that are open and interested in meeting oh so for sure i don't yeah. want to, i don't want to be wasting time i don't want to be on my phone mm-hmm. all the time on dating apps trying to meet and talk to people that that
2: yeah. i have no
0: or connection de- with. Definitely yeah. gonna if you do that, they're definitely gonna smash your phone in the toilet. Oh, <laughs> good <laughs> to know. I had my phone now That was a channel exclusive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you find that yeah people mix up or misunderstand what being polyamorous and open are compared to like BDSM and kink scene? That yeah. people automatically think, oh, that must mean are you looking for a sub or a dom or like other things like that?
2: I feel like they were saying that like you open to polyamorous then you're supposed to open to those which is not the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's
3: there's definitely a negative stereotype for yeah. for males if you're open then you're you're just a fucking cheater. Yeah. 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 And same for women if you're open you're an easy and just want to fuck everyone
1: you meet. Yeah. Need. Yeah, I do think I've I've heard people or people comment from the monogamy side, they're just like, Oh, it's probably just a guy who wants to cheat or things like that and they yeah. don't know the rules or things and the ethical side of it yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. I think uh, yeah, I think when op like being open or polyamory was, was more talked about or it was more in the sort of zeitgeist of, of sort of conversation, then I think there was like a uh, a sub section of, of males like maybe that have gone into pickup artistry you know and then it's like it's just like a it's a wonderful persona to take on as an excuse to just have had it you know
2: yeah not only that i remember in the in our in the beginning of our uh, relationship you sort of like um share a uh a, a argument um within a group chat that is talking about open relationship oh yeah yeah that one was really funny you just oh, give yeah. Me, yeah. send me send me like what are they arguing yeah. about some and keyboard warriors
0: well, in there right yeah, yeah. and then i was like okay <laughs> well, uh, and why did you like i mean it's never good to feed the trolls that's you know what i mean mm. like i don't listen to my own advice i feed the <laughs> trolls all the time i just can't help myself but uh what was it about that online conversation was it was just i mean did it come down to ignorance and you were just like i'm I, I was I just sensed at this and I need to No, like. I was
3: just a lurker I was not going to jump in the debate because it's not I don't want to say I don't want to sound arrogant say it's not worth my time but it <laughs> well, wasn't <true>. was <laughs> I found it humorous I found it um, very stereotypical so I live that kind of lifestyle I I think I have maybe more of an understanding than than people who are not so I shared it with Kat just to
2: yeah. And was and was it
0: the general cliches that you like we've just discussed that, oh, yeah. that they're in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And there's so <laughs> yeah. like
2: a lot of misunderstanding. Yeah. And it was yeah. like I was like, oh
1: wow, it must so be serious. exhausting though, because then you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't have time to talk to and educate <laughs> everybody, and it's not my my job to to educate everybody, and, and it, it's not it's... my personal life. And it's, but I think yeah.
3: that's why it's not exhausting because when you meet those people, it's very it's very easy to see. What what they're after, and then you just say no, sorry, I don't want to talk about it, or or mm. you don't tell them, you don't give that information, then you just move on. So it's I don't I wouldn't find it exhausting.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's good advice. Don't feed the trolls. Yeah. <laughs> don't feed the trolls. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Except
0: for the lurkers, we enjoy the entertainment. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm if,
1: always if to, yeah silently watching. Right. Um, so when it comes for you guys and your relationship, then you know you are there. Any other challenges you kind of faced? I know you've mentioned and touched on jealousy. Um, or is there any other discussions that you've had to have that kind of surprised you? Um, or is or even like talking with like the future? Are there certain things
2: that like you keep open or have you talked certain things about the future? Here's the thing that we have, like we do have a lot of like bombs. Like as I mentioned before, our relationship just went like from the first day and then to now, just goes crazily fast, everything is just fast forward, fast forward, fast forward Um, but then like we have our challenges like um, for example in the very beginning in the very beginning we we definitely have the challenge of like I feel like he just lets me do whatever I want even though that he needs to compromise like he is a giver that's he's natural and he's been always like oh anything you want anything like that makes you happy and it's, let's just do it no matter if like it makes me feel like no matter if that is what he wants or not mm. and then for me it's just kind of like we had the discussion and the com- conversations about it and then i was like i don't like i don't really like that i want you to have your own voice I want you to be able to like voice out your needs because this is this relationship is not about me taking and you giving. It's a fair relationship mm-hmm. that like you can have your voice of like what you want and what you need as well. I understand that you're doing all this for to to make me happy because you think that it's the way to make me happy but you're also trying to take away my agency of like knowing what you want and maybe I want to do something, meet you in the middle or maybe I want to do this thing separately from you so like I don't like those kind of things and also I'm just kind of like, this is kind of like a tease but like the, the, the only man in my life that does that to me spoil the fuck out of me, which is my father so like don't do that i don't Mm. want you (laughs) oh that gave you like a weird vibe you're like "Mm, no (laughs) it's not about that like i I do love enjoying communicating with him because like i think the communications we have is very mutual and then he gave me a lot of advice and everything and i take his advice i I value his advice a lot more than uh anyone else so like he have a special communicating way with me so that like I actually do listen to what mm. he said. So like I, I don't want this to be something that like I'm just overdoing it or I'm just like gonna be like in the end walking around him. Mm. Yeah. So things like that. How about from your perspective? What's the challenge?
0: What was the question again?
2: What's the challenge? Any other challenges?
0: And when you think about the future or, or as, oh, yeah. you, as you both move forward together, mm. The future.
3: Um, that's a tough one because the future is so unpredictable. Um, I never imagined that I would ever be living in China. I never imagined that I would be here for as long as I was, as long as I have been here. <laughs> Preach. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Preach. Yes, so all of us. <laughs> so the future to me is like we 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 talk about the future and and we have plans and we have things that we want to do and and I love that about our relationship. I love that we kind of our, our goals and our mindset and our aesthetic um, likes are very similar. And I like to think about the future. We talk about it, but again, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I have a, I have an idea of what I want my future to be with Kat and I keep that very close and I don't share that with anyone else but Kat because i I do have a fear that yeah, the future things might change and and that future that I want with her might not be available. so that's something that I keep I keep very guarded and I don't tell many people about
1: understandable
3: yeah hmm. but she knows what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> so anybody that's listened to this and mm-hmm. and and uh, they may be in a similar situation uh, to, to both of you, you know. Uh, from your perspective, Kat, or from your perspective, Dave, when you first met Kat, what would be, I mean, I kind of feel like I know what might be, might come, but uh, what advice would you give anybody that might be embarking on this type of relationship?
3: Hmm. I would say it's it depends on the person's personality and what they want out of life and what their values are. And I follow. I follow what I want. So for me, it was a very simple and easy decision. It felt right, so I I went for it. I'm gonna continue with it, and I I think it depends on the person. I think everyone knows their own limits and boundaries and what what they can can't do. I say go for it.
2: You only live once. For my advice, for me, um, I I I have one thing that I wanted to tell people, Um, not just polyamorous couples or monogamous people like everybody needs to know that it's like always be cautious about what you are what you actually want because I've been ran into situations of friends stories or was over there having our arguments It's like kind of like mm. okay you're you're saying you're telling your partner you're telling someone that what you need is honesty but then when they're being honest to you you punish them mm. Mm. Because you don't like their... You don't like the answer. You don't like the answer. But remember, you told them that what you asked for is honesty. Never punish someone that is following what you said.
3: Mm. That's much better advice than mine. I, I think your advice good. <laughs> Both are good, good advice. No, that, <laughs> that, was, that was solid.
0: Yeah. 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 That's yeah. so
1: true because I think you think you might... Want yeah. a certain thing or you think you know how you're going to handle it but because you it's like know.
0: a no brainer right you're like do you want me to be honest well do you want someone to be honest with you well of course yeah, yeah of course
2: yeah. but then you, <laughs> it's you it's think like, about it it's like, it's like how dare you yeah. exactly how dare <laughs> you we've, like, we've
3: no. also had that conversation about yeah. dating other people and saying how much do you want to know about yeah. the people I meet how much do I want to know about the people you and, meet
2: always and, remember your, yeah. your, your, your need what you ask for can always change yeah. but communication beforehand you need to communication. You know, let the other person know that your need has changed. Mm. Otherwise, you can't be pissed at them. It's like blindsided. Yeah, I was just, I want this. Was that? It's not what you to- told me to do. Like, uh, I what do, do you, what you want asked. me to do? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then be pissed, and then have argument, and it's like just such a like time wasting time. Yeah.
1: Do you guys have to have like weekly check ins, or do you do like a certain like a certain time period or every month a check in or something about those kind of things, or is it just as it comes up and as you need to do a check in for that?
3: I wouldn't say we have check ins, but we we have our own way of communicating. Um, we spend a lot of time talking. Sometimes we'll just hang out and, and drink and listen to oh, music yeah. and there communicate. Is,
2: there Aww. is a very special way mm. to, to do it. We have <laughs> a very special thing to do it. And then, so it's just nights that we're just being at home playing mm. some music. Aww. And then we'll be drinking. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be drinking. And then we will talk to each other's like we are friends. And then talk about our situation like mm. a friend. So like I would be telling Dave, like... So you know that I've been hang- I've been dating this guy. I just met this guy at this scenario, uh, and then we've been going through this. It's like so, like talking in the third person yeah. about our relationship, though. and yeah, that removes yeah, yeah. you a little bit. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. it safer to share. Exactly, it makes you feel like oh, actually, you can be more honest. Like there, yeah. you can there's more feelings that you can be shared about, and then the the other person doesn't really feel so like close to it or like yeah. yeah
3: it's a good way to talk about what's going on yeah yeah it wow. usually it takes me a drink or two to realize what's going on
2: <laughs> yeah
3: and be like oh shit wait oh. what oh oh i get it oh, now okay yeah <laughs> okay, okay so this is what i want to tell I you yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's really good at she's really good at situational play and and yeah. things like that she's
2: yeah
1: that's really good advice yeah. though and i think that would work for any like kind of relationship yeah. or even yeah. friendship yeah. just to kind of make it easier to confront or talk about a situation yeah. or how you're feeling been,
3: we had one date like that where you were amy and i was steve
1: oh yeah i love that no. though i think that's that really that's had you done that before like was it just like a random thing you guys started and you're like <laughs> this is a random
2: thing we just got happened. we, yeah, we, we started. started yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. we did we spent a lot of the night drinking
0: yeah. yeah, we we used to do stuff like yeah, that. we used to do a lot too.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe you should start again. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think we did one where we 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 created this whole weird story. Yeah, we just like... wrote.
1: Yeah, we weren't talking about ourselves. We just no, made we up just... a weird story.
0: Yeah, and we just we kind of ran with it for like two or three hours. Yeah,
1: It's fun though. <laughs> it it was fun banter, fun. you know. Yeah. 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 Oh well, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you and ever so much. Thank you for sharing your experiences and just um, being so open with us. We Thanks for having it. us. I feel
0: like we've completed the chapter. You know, having, <laughs> having the two episodes, it's been very lovely. Thank yeah. you ever so much. Yeah. And being so open and honest. And what we did say in the last episode about you both, uh, Kat and Hayden, I'll say again here to Kat and Dave, um, just how, you know, I, I still think it's very brave, you know, to, to to do what you're doing. You may not think so, but like to to go into that relationship and and to treat every situation with that honesty and communication and that agency cuz it's just not easy to, no matter what your situation or how you want to love you know i, I still think it, what comes with it is a lot of bravery so fantastic thank you cheers
1: yeah thanks well that's so, it thanks for listening to this week's episode and we'll see you guys next week bye 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 bye
3: <laughs>